Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. They've announced the new Bachelor. Colton Underwood is going to be The Bachelor. If you're a fan of this uh, television series, you may remember Colton. He was on Becca Kerfin's season of The Bachelorette, and he did season five of Bachelor in Paradise. Huh. He's a hunky dude. He's 26 years old. He's played pro football for the Oakland Raiders, the Philadelphia Eagles, the San Diego Chargers, and... He's also a virgin. 26 years old. I'm not laughing at the virgin part. I'm laughing at the sound effect. 26 years old. Professional athlete. What? And a virgin. That's uh, that's an odd combo. That's impressive, man. Well, if you can hold off being a professional athlete Uh until you're 26 years old, like you got to have some serious willpower. There's got to be something else going on, or like some serious emotional damage, or something. Maybe a crippling anxiety. Women, we want to know: Would it be a turn on for you if you're dating a guy 26 years old? You're just getting to know him. He's a virgin. Is that is that a green flag? Is that a red flag? I've I've, I've had this conversation with women before, and I think it's. Not the fact that they haven't had sex before. It's why haven't they had sex before? What's going on emotionally with them that they haven't opened up to somebody? Like, there's more to the story other than I just simply haven't had sex, right? Yeah. But does that really matter? Or is it just the fact that you get to, you get first dibs? You get to, you get to pocket that V card. <laughs> right. It's, it's not like you're buying a new couch on Kijiji that <laughs> hundreds of people have already sat on. Yeah, you get to take off the shrink wrap. Of this hunk. Exactly. Who's this? Hey, it's Kirsten. How's it going? Kirsten, how old are you? I'm 24. You're 24 years old. Um, Would you be attracted to a guy if you just started dating him, he's 26, and he says, I'm a virgin? I don't know. Like, it's just, it's really weird at this day and age. Like you guys said, it's kind of a red flag, and it's, it would just be awkward, like, having to show someone, like, at this age, like, what to do in the bedroom, you know? hmm Yeah, for me, that's a no-go. So experience is the key for you. It is, really, yeah. What if he spent <laughs> a lot of time practicing kissing with his pillow? <laughs> and, like, other stuff? Uh, and he's ready. Kill me. Uh, no, sorry. It's a red flag. No, not happening. What If you had a great reason, if you said, what's the reason... Uh, you know, it could be religion. It could be okay, like depending. But would would That's you the only reason? Would you be turned on though, knowing that you were going to be the first and he had waited that long? Well, yeah, it's kind of nice to know that. Like, it's I don't like sharing, so that's a totally different part of the game there. But then on the on the flip side, you're not going to get to test drive the car before you you t- drive it off the lot, right? Exactly. Because if he's a virgin, I'm assuming he's he's holding out for marriage, and you're yeah. going to have to marry this guy before you have sex with him. What if he turns out to be terrible? Yeah, then that's a <laughs> divorce right away. <laughs> <laughs> Young lady named Brayden is on the phone. Yeah. How old are you? 23. 23? Are you a virgin? No. <laughs> Why do you laugh? 
Fuck, my brother's probably going to hear this. And would it be a turn on for you to meet a guy who's in his mid 20s? He's your dream guy in every other aspect, but he says, I'm a virgin. You have to stay positive in life, guys. Like, come on. You can't train an old dog new tricks. But a puppy, which this guy is, you can train him exactly how you want him. Is, is he really a puppy or has he waited too long to be trained? So he's know. an old dog who never learned a trick in the first place. <laughs> right. He's never had a trick. <laughs> well, we'll have to teach him some tricks. <laughs> it sounds like you're into it. Have you seen Colton Underwood? Have you seen the, the new Bachelor? No, I have no clue who it is. He's a pretty good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you got to stay positive and just teach him how you want it. And then he won't even know any difference. Oh, so, so you'll rock his world. You think you can, you because he's like a clean slate, you can make him into the lover you want him to be. Oh, yeah, definitely. Your brother's going to love having that image in his head for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> hey, <Nick. laughs> Hi, FM 96. Chris, how you doing this morning? Hey, pretty good yourself. Good. You say you were a virgin until you were 30 years old. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. And why so- did you hold out so long? Well, it wasn't more of a choice. It was more I was, uh, I was a big fat slob and uh, very antisocial. So I never yeah. got myself into situations where I could lose my virginity. Right. And then what happened? Well, then I hit the gym and lost about 150 pounds and, uh, and started started boosting my confidence and got out there and uh, started hooking up. God, what's a better story than that, man? I, I love, love the, it. I love that you describe yourself as a big fat slob. <laughs> like, don't be so hard on yourself, Chris. Well, uh, I, I know. It's just, I always looked down on myself then, but I, I'm definitely a different person now than I was then. So, uh, would, would you have had sex? Let's say you were a stud like this Colton Underwood. He's in great shape. He's a professional athlete. I'm sure if he wanted to, he could have sex, uh, you know, in, in his teenage years. Would you have done it sooner if you could have? Oh, absolutely. No question. <laughs> what was it like the first time? Like, Did you tell the girl when you're 30 years old? Are you like, this is, I have to tell you something. This is the first time I've had sex. Or did you just kind of go with it? Uh, well, I, I was upfront about it. And she was okay with it. She obviously was a little weirded out, but she was okay with it. And first time didn't work out so well. But uh, <laughs> we, we, we came back for a uh, second. And then it went uh, Anxiety was a little too much, so yeah. we came back, and second time was a lot better. So. The first time didn't work out; like you couldn't get it going, or it was going too quickly. Yeah, no, I just I couldn't get it going. Mm. Uh, that would be intimidating. You're thinking too much, right? Yeah, well, exactly. It was just, it was, uh, was just thinking too much. That's what it was. You've waited three decades for this moment. Mm. <laughs> Well, yeah. God bless you. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that'll just say, poor me, poor me, if they can't get, you know, a date or something like that. This guy, you went out there, Chris, you hit the gym, you got on the dating scene, you made it happen. Yeah. And I, I was, and I was that guy who thought, poor me, poor me, but uh, I completely, I, then I realized that it's no one else's fault but my own, so I, 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 I can only change myself, right? So. And did, after that, after you had sex the first time, did you kind of go on a tear? Like, were you you're like, oh, my God, this feels amazing. I did, yeah. I went out with a, a few, but um, I settled down pretty quickly. I figured out, uh, you know, I'm getting older. I might as well want kids someday. I better settle down quickly. So I got married shortly after that. So, nice. In a couple of years. So. And your now wife knows that you uh, you waited until until later to do it the first time, right? Yeah, she knew. Yeah, she knew that, and she was she was fine with that. She wasn't creeped out by it at all. 
Cool, man. Well, Success story. Again, congratulations. A little different than this, this Bachelor Guide situation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like it was a choice for you, but interesting. You waited until you were 30 to have sex. Yeah. Yeah, but like wasn't my choice, but uh, it worked out. Yeah, so. we waited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a big fat slob. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're glad that you don't feel that way about yourself anymore, man. Nope, thank you. And we hope you get lots of sex in your marriage. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> Good one, Taz. <laughs> Make it up for lost time, right? Exactly, that's right. <laughs> this is the Taz Show Podcast. I want to see you peacock, peacock. Time for sports with Devin Peacock. We're talking tennis. There was a a long match last night. Quite the victory for Rafael Nadal. It was a five-setter, a grueling match, but he he pulled it out. Not without some controversy, though. It was dragging on for four hours last night. That's a long time to be playing tennis. It's also a long time to be sitting in the crowd watching tennis. And obviously some of the fans were getting a little bit restless. It was hot too last night, so you're dealing with that. You're hot and sweaty. And uh, there was a VIP area uh, at the U.S. Open where people wouldn't <laughs> shut up. And the guy, like the the dude in the chair, the, the chair, the umpire? The, the umpire, had to ask the people to be quiet a couple times. Please, send it up here. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Someone up in the upper deck having a loud conversation. Can we hold off for just a few more games, if you don't mind? Please, someone right in the middle of the service motion. Do not make any noise. Is that the same suite there? Yes, exactly the same one. Last call. Shut him down. Yeah, a few officials going up there right now. Last call. The crowd really turned on those people. I've been like at a London Knights game. If you're up in the suite, you make as much noise as you want. It's a party, right? Yeah, yeah. Is there another sport? I guess golf would be the other sport where you really have to be quiet, Dev. Golf's really the only other sport where they get upset if there's like Tiger Woods. You know, he, he always when there's clicks from the cameras, he gets upset with people take the, those pictures. But golf and tennis, it's just you know, every other sport. They try and they try and freak you out. They try and zone you out. They try and drown you out. Imagine they try playing and do college basketball and trying to hit a free throw, where people, thousands of people, are screaming at you and saying completely ignorant things. They're waving stuff in front of your eyes, mm-hmm. and you still got to hit that clutch uh, free throw. Like the fan- and they do it. They still do it. Fans in baseball will stand up and cheer. They're they'll yell at you. They'll they'll you at know- least you're far away. You know, at a baseball stadium, like you got to yell to get that reach Although, the bat- batter. There was the guy that became somewhat famous in Tampa Bay just because for every team he would pick out one person, and just he was just merciless towards like he was like uh, he was he was actually from Toronto, but like for it was back in Eric Hinsky was playing with the Jays, like he would just rip on Eric Hinsky like relentlessly every time he came up to plate. He was he sat right behind home plate and he would just yell at them as horrible stats and things about his life and just try and. Get, get under his head. But you can do that. You can do that. And you're not going to get kicked out. Tennis, maybe it's just time the players uh, learn to play with a little noise in the background. If you have a long volley, the crowd will kind of get into it. It won't be, you know, super quiet then. To me, it's, I mean, I, I get it. I understand it. Yeah. I think it's a little silly. Yeah. If, well, if you're going to make noise, get the whole crowd to do it, not the two arrogant people who think they're better <laughs> than everybody else. Please. 
Someone up, uh, up in the upper deck having a loud conversation. Can we hold off for just a few more games? I've actually got enhanced audio here. There, there was more than one microphone, obviously, at the U.S. Open yesterday, and we have one that was closer to the VIP suite, so we can kind of get that uh, perspective of what was going on up there. Uh, please. Sorry. Excuse me. So sorry. Please, someone right in I thought it was off. So sorry. Please. That time it was the chair. I give you my word. That was the chair. The uh, hockey season gets underway in about a month. And it looks like they have some work to do on Lord Stanley before they kick off <laughs> the new season. This is great, huh? Yeah. Stanley Cup's been damaged by the Washington Capitals. Mm-hmm. They uh, they decided to take things to the next level when it comes to drinking out of the cup, Jim. Yeah, they've done something that nobody, surprisingly, has done before, and that's Stanley Cup keg stands. So, essentially, you fill the cup up with whatever liquid, Red Bull and vodka or beer or whatever, and then the buddies lift your two legs up, you put your hands on the cup part, and dip your face in like you're bobbing for apples and suck in all the alcohol. You don't use a straw or anything. You know, you dip your face right in there. You got to get the the face in there. And do they refresh the liquid before the next guy goes? Or are you dipping your face into the same beverage that someone just dipped their face into? I think it's a communal face dip. You want to stand the cup together. You got, you've shared some sweat. You see each other naked in the shower. Yeah. Who knows? We've, but you're also professional hockey players. And some of those guys get around. Yeah. Everybody in uh, preseason had cold sores for some reason. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what happened is they were doing the keg stand was the one side of the cup crumpled in on it. And so now it's putting their weight on, yeah. on, on the bowl. So now it's no longer circular. Like the one part is squared off. It's got a crack in it. Apparently they try to take a hammer and hammer it out. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> like a high school student trying to fix a parent's house. Right, before they get home from vacation. <laughs> it always makes it worse, too. More yeah, noticeable. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too. They broke the Stanley Cup, and they still didn't stop doing keg stands. And What they did was they put two sawhorses on either side of the Stanley Cup and hoist themselves on that and still continue to party. Well, they'll fix it. Well, it's that thing has seen some damage over the years, I'm sure. And I'm confused. It's like, what is the... There's like three different Stanley Cups. Who knows what's the real one? There's like the show one, the party one, and the one in the Hall of Fame. It's hard mm-hmm. to keep track of what was damaged exactly. Well, they've got a month. Sure. He doesn't know how to fold up a map or that Lenny from Squiggy was in Spinal Tap. He can't do math without the help of an app. We're filling Jim's generation gap. Actually, Jim is now filling the generation gaps of young students here in London, Ontario. The gappy is now the gapper. <laughs> so you, you don't make uh, you make a reference to somebody who's ten years younger than you, and it's something that's so obvious to you, you can't understand why they don't know all the answers. So Jim has like five pop culture questions. That he asked to a uh, student yesterday. And you just have to guess whether or not that student knew the answer. Who is the guy that we're dealing with here? Well, 
let's let's meet him a little bit. Hey, it's Jim at uh, the Western University Ivy Business School. I'm hanging with Brandon. Brandon, what are you studying, buddy? Uh, business. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. I should have known that. Uh, how old are you? Uh, almost 22. Yeah. What do you do for fun? Uh, collect sneakers. <laughs> for real? Like legit. Like actually. How many sneakers do you have? Probably around 70. What's your What's your prized possession? I don't really have a prize one. It's like they're all my favorite, you know? Okay, so he's a 21-year-old guy who collects sneakers. Brandon? Brandon. Fran is our yeah. contestant this morning. Fran, uh, has it been a while since you were 21 years old? Oh, a woman never never answers a question like that, Taz. <laughs> okay. Dangerous question. Well, put yourself in Brandon's mindset here because you... Put yourself in one of Brandon's 70 shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to uh, guess whether or not he knows the answers to these questions, okay? Okay. 21 years old. What is the first question you asked him, Jim? What does CD stand for? What does CD stand for? Did Brandon know the answer to that question, Fran? No, I don't think so. What does CD stand for? Uh, compact disc. Nice. Oh. All right, all right. <laughs> he knew, Fran. He knew. Sorry. Okay. Next one. That's okay. What is Justin Trudeau's dad's name? Oh, he'll know that one. What was Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's dad's name? Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Yeah. Ooh, he knew the middle name. Yeah, too. I got both. Good for him. Very good. Okay. What was Wayne Gretzky's jersey number? He'll know that. What number did Wayne Gretzky wear? Uh, 87. Oh, that's Crosby, man. 99. Oh, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, yeah. I, I totally goofed. I actually knew that. I just messed up the players. <laughs> Crosby is like his Wayne Gretzky. I guess it makes sense. Here we are, man. Here we that's are. That's the generation gap for yeah. you. <laughs> Name an actor besides Daniel Craig that has played James Bond. Can he name an actor besides the current James Bond that has played James Bond? Oh, jeez. I'm going to say yes, he will. Name one actor besides Daniel Craig that's played James Bond. I've not even watched the... Uh, what's that dude's name? George Clooney? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? George, George Clooney. Clooney. Oh, <laughs> He played Batman, you know? Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. Timothy Dalton, Sean Connery Sean would have Connery. been a good one. Pierce Roger Brosnan, Moore. maybe. Yeah. You never know. I'm old. Yeah, I guess we all are. Boy, <laughs> only feeling older now. That's how you know how old you are. How many Bonds can you name? <laughs> Yeah. I think I've got all of them. Gold Bond! Oh, you're really old. <laughs> okay, okay, so this is the last question. It's funny. I am old because I got your Gold Bond <laughs> joke. <laughs> That's a good powder. Yeah. Uh, gonna need it today. Okay, so how about we give you... The, if you can get this one right, we'll give you the prize, all right? Okay, okay. Can Brandon, the Western University student, fill in this blank? If you smell what blank? I can't answer it. Hmm. But uh, he's younger. Is this a, uh, a wrestling reference? Yes. Okay. Is it? Oh. If you, if you smell. What? <laughs> what blank? Can he fill in that blank? I know. Fill in the blanks. If you smell, what blank? 
Wait, sorry, come again? <laughs> if you smell what blank? Whoa. I don't know. Uh, yes. If you smell what blank? <laughs> if you smell uh, what? What cologne do you use? I don't know. <laughs> if you smell, what cologne do you use? If you smell, what the rock is cooking. Come on, Brandon. It's funny because I approached a group of six guys. He was the guy to step forward and do all the questions. His buddies are losing it. They all knew the answer. You smell what the rock is. He's the biggest movie star in the world now. Fran, you did it. Congratulations. Yay. We filled uh, Brandon's generation gap, and we're going to fill your coffers, (laughs) your entertainment gap, with uh, tickets to not only the air show this weekend, London Air Show, but uh, Western Fair as well. Congratulations. Fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, I just want to sincerely thank you for listening to the Taz Show podcast. If you want more, subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts. All the podcast places.